0: Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of BFF, Black Fat Fashion. I'm your host, Ayana Ishmael, and on BFF we'll be discussing personal and career journeys at a crossroad between being black, fat, into fashion, or if you're like me, some resemblance of all three. Today I'm joined by one of my favorite fashionistas, Katherine Lewis, a graduate of Florida A&M University and creator of We Speak in Fashion. Hey, everyone. As I said, I'm here with Catherine. So, Kat, I just want you to introduce yourself, kind of give a quick summary of you.
1: Hey, everybody. I'm Catherine Lewis, a.k.a. YabooKatMarlew. I am a PR specialist and a fashion enthusiast. I love all things fashion. It's like a fluent language to me. I also like to blog. I have my own blog called We Speak in Fashion where I talk about the latest going on in fashion news. I do personal styling. I'm a wearer of many hats. So that's just a little bit about me from Tallahassee, Florida.
0: Period. So I kind of want to start off there. What has it been like growing up in Tallahassee, Florida?
1: Honestly, when you think of Tallahassee, you think of FAMU, Marching 100, or FSU. You don't really think of fashion and I have always had dreams of being in a big city, and from, for me being from Tallahassee and having such a strong interest in fashion, I've always had to make my own way. Um, I went to a private school from K through 8, so I was always wearing a uniform, and I remember hating wearing uniforms because I always wanted to be distinct. I never wanted to look like everyone else. So, with my uniforms, I would wear big bows in my hair. I would wear different types of sneakers and just try to do something different with my look. So, being from Tallahassee, it's nice um, because it's not super big. So, you know, convenience and um, my family is here. But I've definitely always had dreams of being in a city where fashion is just it. And like I said, you know, I've had to make my own opportunities here in Tallahassee, but what I love most is that FAMU is here. So when I was in high school, I already knew I wanted to attend an HBCU. And thankfully for me, one of the best HBCUs in the land happens to be in my hometown. So I was able to attend FAMU and really even hone in on my skills more once I got there so it's mm-hmm. definitely it definitely has its perks for sure
0: yeah and so I know you mentioned obviously you had uniforms. so once you left the uniform world what did your style become when you were what in high school probably
1: <laughs> my style in high school you know I just want to thank God for enlightening my mind with this (laughs) (laughs) progression of my style because I went through so many phases in high school trying to find out what I liked most and what worked for me. Um, I would definitely say once I got to high school, I was, like I said, I just was experimenting with different trends. Um, I remember wearing a lot of Juicy Couture the tracksuits were really in. Um, I remember wearing um, jeans with like really cute tops. Forever Twenty One was the hot spot, of course. In high school, we had um, Body Central before they took it out the mall. We had Wet Seal and a whole bunch of different shops in the Governor Square Mall. So on the weekends, me and my friends we would go to the mall. And just, you know, look around, see what was going on. But I'm grateful I never participated in wearing emoji clothing. Like, that was probably (laughs) the ugliest. (laughs) (laughs) That was the most ugliest trend I think I ever witnessed in high school for sure I can
0: say I wore a lot of crazy things in middle school and high school but I did not hop on that trend
1: (laughs) okay no ma'am no ham absolutely not
0: (laughs) and so when you got to FAMU obviously if for our listeners right now they don't know about Florida A&M University people dress up to go to breakfast lunch and oh yeah, the set. So, how did your style kind of evolve even once you got to FAMU?
1: So, when I got to FAMU, my first day of school outfit when I very first got to college was just a denim um, Calvin Klein dress with some sandals. And when I was walking around campus to go to classes, I was seeing girls in heels, I was seeing girls with hats and really just really nice clothes that to me I'm like oh so this is how we come in we we're doing this on a daily like I thought you know I would see the pop out maybe on set Friday or on the weekend but that was just a regular thing it was not uncommon to see (laughs) (laughs) it was not uncommon to see um walking to class so I knew I had to step up um So on the days where I wasn't looking a hot mess or running late to class, I definitely stepped my game up and would throw on my heels whenever I wanted to feel extra cute. And I would wear my accessories. Like I really, really wanted to kind of make my mark as far as my style is concerned. I was definitely more casual throughout my high school days, but I was still kind of cute. But with fam, I had to kick it up several notches because I'm like, these girls are not playing
0: (laughs) at all. It is always a fashion show on fam. family. It
1: really is. (laughs) Even at an 8 8 a.m. class, girls would be in there with a beat face and a whole ensemble. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I really, I wish I had her strength.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We cannot relate, (laughs) but kudos to
1: you. (laughs) Okay.
0: And so, obviously, you grew up in Tallahassee your entire life, so Mm -hmm. that makes the most sense. But how did you go about shopping and finding clothes in Tallahassee? I know you were the number one person. I'd be like, okay, what boutiques do you know about?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I really didn't know about many Tallahassee boutiques when I was in high school. And I honestly think a lot more came about once Railroad Square was developed and once I got to college and kind of was driving around college town and was seeing the different types of small boutiques that would just catch my eye, um, the pickings are pretty slim at the Governor Square Mall. Like for me, mm-hmm. I love unique pieces. I love unique pieces. And if I'm going to spend a cute coin on something, I would rather it be something that's just very... You know, you can't find that at the mall.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And because we don't have many shops in the mall, at the Governor Square Mall, and definitely not at the Tallahassee Mall, I definitely had to find some shops around town. So, cute vintage stores. We have several vintage stores that I like shopping at. Um, off the top of my head, I like Oldfield's clothing, and I like um, Once Upon a Time Vintage. I also wanted to find some black owned boutiques because I really wasn't aware of many black owned shops. So once I started looking around on Instagram, I was noticing that some local business owners were black women. So I would try to frequent their shops as well. Um, But definitely those hidden gems in Tallahassee are where you're going to find the cutest stuff. Probably not so much at the mall. Mm Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so what became your kind of go-to piece in college?
1: On days where I was running late to class, my go-to, now my go-to for that, it, it kind of it varied. Sometimes it would be super ratch, like I would be wearing some leggings with some socks and slides and a FAMU long-sleeve t-shirt trying to make my way to my class. Other days when it's just something, you know, I want to look cute, but I still want to keep it casual. I do some jeans with some really cute sandals, a nice top, and my hat. I love hats. Everybody who knows me knows I am a hat girl. And especially if my hair wasn't done or something, or I had an upcoming hair appointment, slap a hat on real quick, and it looks like you're doing something. (laughs) But on my days where I'm like, oh no, I'm going to show you who Miss Cat Marlou is. I would definitely put on my heels. i put on a cute little mini dress, put on some accessories like some bracelets, a cute necklace. My favorite thing is statement earrings, and I love unique jewelry. So i put on my statement earrings. I'd have my face, bead, everything, and that would be kind of like how I'd show up to class, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. And how did you kind of get into styling ones at FAMU?
1: I honestly, so when I first got to FAM, my major was healthcare management. Mm. And then I was like, you know what, this is not for me. Let me switch over to journalism. And then I didn't know that we had a PR program. So I switched over to PR and that was when I was a sophomore, um, probably during my fall semester. and. Because I had friends in J school who knew that I liked fashion, they told me about Journey Magazine. And I didn't even know, fam, you had a fashion magazine. So I was very interested because a lot of my friends, they hit me up and they're like asking me, Catherine, what do I wear with this? Or where can I find that? I'm pretty much my friend's go-to for fashion advice. And I'm like, I might as well get into styling and see if I like that. So Um, I started off as a fashion assistant at Journey Magazine, and that was really cool. I actually really enjoyed that. And eventually, I was able to make my way up to fashion director, and when I feel like my proudest work was the issue we did underneath Carlin when she was the EIC, um, was that, I think that was the love and relation, no, was that the love, no. I don't remember what issue it was off the top oh, of the my head. Of
0: products. Yes,
1: yes, yeah. yes. That, that is kid. the one. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was the one. And that was my proudest work. I was really really happy of my evolution of styling. Um sometimes I can be such an overthinker, but once I kind of got in my zone and once I found places in Tallahassee who were gracious enough to let me pull from their boutiques, I really enjoyed the looks that I was able to put together. And I even found some stuff in my own closet that worked really well. I think that was probably some of my best work. Um, Would I be a full-time professional stylist? I don't know about that because that is is some pretty intense work. I look at some of these celebrity stylists and I don't know if you've seen um, I think it's styling Hollywood and it's featuring Jason Bolden on Netflix.
0: Yes, I have.
1: And I see the work that goes into even getting one outfit for that right, you know, that right um, event or that right moment. And I was looking at how he was scrambling at the last minute trying to find Taraji P. Henson a dress. And I'm like, this is really the reality of it because Things can just go left um, so quickly, but you have to be quick on your feet. You can't just not deliver for your clients. And there's a lot of work that goes into personal styling. So it's a pretty intense field that I'm not sure I would want to make a career out of, but it is fun for me to do in my pastime.
0: Yeah. And so with everything you can have learned about working in Tallahassee and Styling, what advice would you give to maybe an incoming student coming to FAMI or FSU about shopping and finding clothes?
1: I would say try to be prepared for last-minute changes, and when last-minute changes do come, try not to panic. I have been in a situation where I was panicking and just having really bad anxiety because certain things got changed or certain things may have fallen through, but just take a deep breath, take a minute to assess what needs to be done and try to utilize your resources. Honestly, if you can prepare in advance, do so. Try to have fittings beforehand. Try to make sure you have backups. Make sure that you're not asking to pull at the last minute from some of these boutiques. A lot of boutiques require that you have a card on file, Um, just, you know, just in case of damages. So make sure that you're responsible with what you're pulling and build genuine relationships with local stores in your area. It's really important to just, you know, make, make yourself acquainted with the people who run these shops, because if they know you and if they know that, you know, you're a reliable person, that you're a trustworthy person, then they'll be more inclined to help you pull Um, or allow you to pull, rather, from their stores. Um, So build relationships with local boutiques. Maybe even give them a shout-out. You know, try to help promote their businesses as well. Um, Also, make sure that, um, again, like I said, you're prepared. And have fittings. Definitely have fittings beforehand, because certain things that you might envision in your mind on a particular model, it's important to have all of that laid out in advance. You know, you don't want anything happening last minute where an outfit may not work how you envisioned it to. Um, so give yourself time. Definitely make sure you give yourself time to prepare.
0: Mm-hmm. And so now I want to go into your infamous trips to New York Fashion Week. How you go about planning <laughs> those, getting your outfits, you know, kind of getting everything prepared and ready to go?
1: Okay. So, the times where I've been a fashion week, I make sure that I have a savings goal. I set that, I set money aside for my savings goal because New York, as you know, cause you've been to New York, it's not cheap. So. And <laughs> you have to make sure that your coins are, you know, in the right place. So I always like to make sure that I save up a couple months in advance before I head on out. I try to book my flights early. Because the later you wait, the more expensive your flights could be. So I try to make sure I check the Fashion Week calendar to see when things are getting kicked off. Because the dates change, but it's usually around the same time. It's definitely always in the same month if you're going um, to September or February. Of course, you know, it's always going to be those two months. But check the Fashion Week calendar and schedule your flight around then. Also, If you're someone like me, who is a budding um, fashion enthusiast, style blogger, um, entertainment reporter, and you may not be able to get into the more mainstream shows, check Eventbrite and see what shows are open to the public. Because during Fashion Week, independent designers are also holding shows. So if you can't get into the blondes or you can't get into... um, Moschino or something. Definitely check Eventbrite and see what what's going on around Fashion Week because some may be having parties, some might be having shows that are open to the public, so check that out too. Um as far as outfit planning, if I'm going in September, I always like to make sure that I'm not only comfortable as far as, you know, making sure I stay warm and stuff, but I also like to make sure that I'm making a statement. So, (laughs) you know, if I'm going in February, it's usually really cold around that time up in New York. So I like to wear a nice trench. And if you're going to, now it depends on your personal style. If you're more minimal, then you might be more into solids, more than prints. But for me, I I like prints. I like solids. I like all of it. But I like wearing things that, going to make it you know a head turner I like to turn heads when I'm out in fashion week that's when I really bust out the big guns because when I'm in Tallahassee I just feel like there aren't many places to go in Tallahassee where my really amazing looks will be thoroughly appreciated and when I'm in fashion you know at fashion week I know that the paparazzi is going to be out there so I try to dress like you know I am somebody (laughs) and I try to make sure that my look um is going to turn heads. So for the February fashion weeks when I'm there, I like to layer. I love layers and I love finding independent designers that are kind of you know my little hidden gems um because Honestly, more low-key designers have some of the most unique pieces that you'll ever find. Um, I also have friends who are very artistic, so if I think of an idea, they might be able to customize something for me. Um, When I go to Fashion Week in September, it's a bit warmer, so I have a little more wiggle room to be more creative, Um, and I remember finding this boutique on Instagram and it's based in Africa and I was looking at these models and I saw this one beautiful black woman who had on this rose long gown with this matching hat and it was huge it was a huge matching hat and I was like oh my gosh this is this has my name written all over (laughs) it this was me so I found it I ordered it thank god it came just in the nick of time and I was able to get it tailored to fit me to perfection. And that was probably one of my all-time favorite Fashion Week looks. I was getting photographed everywhere. Like, it was just, it was such a moment. I love creating a moment when I'm at Fashion Week. That's the best part to me is just having so much fun with your clothes. It's, it's an expression of who you are. So if you're someone who is very outgoing and colorful, use that and find brands that reflect that and then put it together in a bomb outfit and go with a girlfriend who's also a fashion enthusiast as well. Um, So that's pretty much how I plan out my fashion week looks. I like to find boutiques in advance that are within my budget and also have really unique pieces that I feel like are very distinct and are going to turn heads um and then as far as traveling I like to book everything in advance I don't like doing anything last minute when it comes to fashion week I've done that before and it was extremely stressful so I've learned my lesson on that um and also if you go to FAMU and you happen to maybe have some people you know up in New York like um for instance My friend Diamond, she's a blogger as well. Our friend Deja lives in New York. She went to FAMU and she's a model. And we were able to ask Deja what shows she was walking in and try to finesse our way in. Um, But Fashion Week is very last minute. Like, you know, certain things you might be able to get into the day of. Other things you might have to RSVP. So every brand and every showcase is different.
0: Yeah, I was like I've only ever been to Fashion Week once and that wasn't even the craziest one. I went to the spring summer one. Mm-hmm. And men. So it was crazy. Like the, it it's so fast paced. And I think mm-hmm. I like, like on as an outsider, like walking in, like I was there just covering it for my internship. So I went to I believe it was Carlos Campos and then Romeo Hunt and then Mm. a couple other ones I went to but it was super dope but like you can tell these people are on missions they're like yes one (laughs) show one show's over boom running out to the next it's so (laughs) everyone looking around like who are you who do you know
1: (laughs) yes um,
0: I met so many like amazing people like when I went to I can't even think of the other show I went to at the moment. I hate it, but it literally was on a rooftop and it was more so like a showcase than an actual runway show. Like they mm-hmm. walked in, but then they stopped and like obviously all of us got to like walk around them and take photos and stuff. But I met so many cool and interesting people at that show. And I was like, that's what my favorite part about it is. All like yes. The people you get to meet.
1: Oh my gosh, absolutely. That's probably one of my favorite things about fashion week. is just meeting people. I'm such a people person. I'm very extroverted. So I always, you know, I'll try to find a friendly face and introduce myself, um, and make an acquaintance with people and and stay in touch with them. There are people who I've met maybe a year and a half, two years ago, and we still talk to this day because they're just really cool. And, um, it's amazing just, observing what other people are wearing to the shows too. It kind of gives me inspiration for what I might want to wear in the future. Um, But yes, those set designs go crazy at different shows. You really see just the style and the passion that goes into creating these moments too.
0: Mm -hmm. And so now I kind of want to go into, we speak in fashion. How did you kind of come up with the idea and what made you want to get it started?
1: We speak in fashion. That's my little baby. Um, honestly, we speak in fashion with so many different things before it really became what it is now. I wanted to start a style um page, but I never really knew what I wanted to do with it. Like I would post random pictures of stuff. I'm like, ooh, you know, what do you guys think about these shoes or whatever, what have you, but it was kind of boring. And because I'm also an aspiring entertainment host, I am fashion reporter. I really wanted something that was gonna reflect that. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what I was gonna name it. I didn't know how I was going to go about it. Um, A friend of mine, Nico, me and him were doing fashion coverage um you're just trying to cover anything that we could think of we would talk about um fashion week we would talk about um we went on set friday during valentine's day and asked students about what they wore on valentine's day um a lot of trial and error and so now um i was like you know what there's so much happening, especially when COVID hit, we were really forced to just take a, sit, a, a step back and really just see certain things for what it is. And in the fashion industry, I'm sure you've seen it, brands, executives, publications, everything. People have been getting called out left and right. And there's yeah. so much to talk about. So I really love hearing from people who are interested in the fashion world i love hearing from people in different perspectives so i wanted to create something where people could visit my page and be in the know of what's going on in the fashion realm and just voice their opinions and maybe even try to voice some possible solutions to some of the craziness that we've been exposed to lately and so i was like you know what we speak in fashion that is that's definitely something that I want to use to not only share my voice, but other people to share their voice as well about what's going on in in that realm. So that's how that came about. Um, I'm still trying to figure things out um, and how I want to do things. I'm in the process of planning some content because some people have expressed to me that they want to see some styling videos. Um, They want to see some um, black owned because I've been talking about some black owned brands that I've found that I've um, started supporting. So I'm just, I'm still trying to figure out the exact direction that I want to go in. But so far, I'm really enjoying um, We Speak in Fashion. It's been, it's been pretty, pretty dope.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, where do you kind of want to take it in the next couple of years? Like, ideally, where do you see it being? Maybe a year or two years?
1: So, in the next year, I definitely want to incorporate more of my interviewing because, again, like my biggest goal is to become a reporter, um, an entertainment host. I want you guys to, one of these good old days, post-quarantine, post-corona, to see me at award season and interviewing some of your favorite people because that's something I've always wanted to do. And I really want my page to reflect that more. So prayerfully, I can get my foot in the door with some people who are in that space Mm -hmm. and just talk to them and really just get to know more about who they are and what goes into what they do. I also want to be able to share my ideas because People um, sometimes express that they're interested in how I put my outfits together, so I really want people to feel like, you know what, I have these pair of jeans, but I don't really know how I want to style it, but I want to look cute. Let me go on We Speak in Fashion and see how Kat styled her jeans. Yeah. And I just want to be that reference for people. Like If someone doesn't know how to do something with an outfit or a certain piece, I want them to be able to find my page and get some inspiration get those get those good pics in get that good outfit in and i just kind of want to be i want people to look at my page and think of me as that friend who's always going to make sure your outfit's on point always going to make sure that you're in the know with what's trendy and what's not um my page is definitely not you know focused on more pop culture it's definitely more focused on the entertainment and fashion realm, or excuse me, not pop culture, um, like mess, you know, like shade room and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> You're not gonna find content like that on We Speak in Fashion. We keep everything classy over here. So I definitely want everyone to feel good when they look on my page. So the first year I would like for, I just wanna see growth in my page, not even just about my following, but just the content itself. In the next five years, I would love for it to become a staple. And like, you know, again, I really want to be someone who's interviewing people on red carpets and stuff like that. So maybe I could represent my own um, media outlet and, you know, do something like that and work for myself. So that'd be cool, too. Um, There are so many possibilities that I probably haven't even thought of yet that I could take me speak in fashion, but um, for now, I'm in the growth phase for sure.
0: Yeah. And what has it been like, kind of growing something from literally nothing? Like, I know I can obviously speak from that as well with this podcast. like it's so vulnerable, and you're hoping well, people like my content will people mm-hmm. interact with me. So what has it been like for you, you know, kind of having to take this leap of faith and try to start something?
1: It's been teaching me and humbling me about patience. It's just, you know, I have such big dreams and big visions for where it could go. But of course, not everything happens overnight. Yeah. And I've really been having to develop more patience, which I have for sure. Um, I don't really pay attention to likes and comments. I used to, but now it's more so about I just want this to be of quality. It doesn't really matter if 10,000 people see it or if even one person sees it. If it starts off with one person and they like it enough, maybe they'll tell their friends about me and it'll grow from there. Um, So definitely trial and error as well. I don't really have an aesthetic. Um, I'm trying to figure out what that could possibly be for We Speak in Fashion and maybe how I want to go about visually um, making my post more appealing. Um, so trying to think of that as well, getting more creative, um, and being distinct. Um, I know that sometimes it can be discouraging when you want to start something, um, your mind may drift off to, well, there are so many fashion blogs. There are so many fashion, this, this, and that, you know, what's so special about me? But No one else is like you in this world. And if you want to do something, go for it. The right people will always support you and they will always root for you. So do, you know, do what works for you. You don't have to be like everybody else. And if you feel like you have a unique perspective on something and you want to share it, definitely go for it. Um, And I've also definitely had to research more about just making, making a brand. You know, I never really knew much about branding and marketing and stuff like that. So I've been having to educate myself a lot as well. So it's been a learning experience for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. And so in the next couple of years, when, the pe- when people hear the name Cat Marlou, what do you want them to think or what do you want them to say?
1: Hmm. That's something I think about a lot. Um, My mind is so all over the place when I think about that question. Um, When people see me, I want them to know that she knows what she's talking about. If you go on my page, you know that I've been very thorough with my research. You know that I'm always going to be truthful. You know that I'm always going to be a reliable source of anything that you need um and i want people to feel good like when they hear Katmar Lou, i want them to think of like one of their favorite girlfriends and i want them to be able to experience someone who is just you know i'm gonna be there you know for you as far as um, lifestyle, fashion, any and beauty, any and everything you want to hear, open conversation, honest conversation. Um, I just, you know, I look at certain people in the industry who I admire. I love who Jackie Aina has developed into. She's one of my favorite people who I've watched, who's been on the social, in the social media community. She's someone, when you think of her, You think of someone who is going to stand for something. And I also want people to think that about me as well. Um, And just stay true to who I am. I'm always going to stay true to who I am. I'm never going to conform. And I just want people to feel encouraged when they think about me as well. I love that.
0: So where can everyone find you on social and all that good stuff?
1: You can find me everywhere on social media at Katmarlew, K-A-T-M-A-R-L-E-W. I am on Instagram, Twitter, not so much Snapchat, but you can add me on Snapchat if you like. But I'm more so active on Twitter and Instagram.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you for joining me today. I had so much fun
1: absolutely it was a pleasure speaking to you i had so much fun girl thank you for having me and i love 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 what you're doing i am so excited to see more from you
0: Thanks for tuning in to Black Fat Fashion. You know you can always reach out via social media or email with your questions or ideas. Make sure you give us a follow at Black Fat Fashion as well as my personal page at Ayana Ish. With love from your BFF.
1: the so-called oreos podcast a podcast where kia amari rachel and janae discuss all
0: the awkwardness hardship and hilarity that comes along with society labeling you white on the inside and black on the outside also known as an oreo
1: trying to mind my business and be black that's basically about it through intimate conversation and candid interviews we discuss everything from quote-unquote talking white you talk the way, which I guess is supposed to be like you talk proper. And I usually think black people sound ghetto and uneducated. That's yeah, how that's I perceive when you say issue. you talk so what white. You, mean you don't speak Cubonics? Traveling while black.
0: It opened my eyes to a lot of just the small privileges Americans have. And
1: then it also opened my eyes to, as a person of color, how difficult it is maybe to go to another country. It was just a lot of blatant racism.
0: Dating as a black woman. There's just something about the black woman who just really wants to support and see the black man thrive. And even if I'm not in a relationship with a black man, I'm still like- Gonna root for them. I'm still rooting for them. I'm always gonna root for you. I'm always. And a whole lot more.
1: I just love being black. So join us every other Tuesday for intellectual, and funny conversations that will make you embrace your inner Oreo. I'm going to light your shit on fire. I'm going to tell your mama. <laughs> What's what, 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 you what you what up? Roberta, like mom, your son cheated the, on me. But you know some mama be like, well, that's a men dude, so why are you surprised? Exactly. No. Old timey bullshit. That I not, That it. is not okay.